In late December, when Putin started denying Ukraine's right to independence or existence, Maxim approached Liliana with a more desperate plea to consider marrying him. I feel fate is turning our heads in one direction, he started. I want to live in freedom, as we always have. I want to freeze our lives to this moment, yet at the sports complex, all we do is talk about Ukraine and fighting Russians. I've been speaking to others about the Crimea, and my mind is different now. I fear our talk is cheap as Putin will go to war as he has done before. Maxim's sudden seriousness vexed Liliana. The only guarantor of our happiness is to fight. I thought war would be postponed, but I enlisted yesterday to prepare. The army? Liliana guessed. They had known each other long enough that no answer was needed. We could marry tomorrow, he finally pitched. Getting married commands no superpower to keep a relationship intact or flourishing. Marriage is not the commander-in-chief of joy. Mrs. Vasilenko sat in her suburban house surrounded by dirty snow and slush-covered roads while she listened to Maxim and Liliana announce their engagement. She felt that its ingredients, though, were disarranged. What you want the most, she asked when she finally had the floor, is this short-lived moment before Maxim goes into the army? I don't see it, but it is not up to me to understand. Liliana was dumbstruck, for she had believed her mother would immediately approve their plans. You want only a few minutes of happiness, she continued, and scratched her head. She looked out of the sitting room window as the snow melted in her driveway. The sky is beautiful, she offered. You might disagree with me, as it is nothing but black clouds, but the sky is indeed beautiful. It is not merely beautiful when it is sunny. The best in life tends to be brief. Mrs. Vasilenko turned to face the couple who were not holding hands. Go ahead, she ended. Get your marriage. Peter knew the chances of landing a job outside the U.S. were slim. However, when he first returned to Ohio, he had made an inquiry at a mining firm that managed independent operators in Warsaw. When the firm offered him the chance to interview in early January, he jumped at the chance. As it turned out, the owner was represented by the suit he had sat next to on his exit from Istanbul. How encouraging, his interviewer Ben Krajewski exclaimed. We met on our flight out of Turkey. I was on my way to interview for my current position. Perhaps it is fate that I'm looking for an assistant in geological mining, but not pearls. He laughed and enjoyed his own joke. Peter was delighted. He could be at the new job by the end of the month. Bitter disappointment had stopped Peter thinking about love. Thus, the position in Warsaw represented a novel challenge that could interrupt his feelings of helplessness. Although he spoke no Polish, his multinational team spoke English as their preference. However, the first thing he did when he received his acceptance was open up his phone's map application to check the distance between Warsaw and Kiev. He closed his phone app and tried to forget the notion, much like one who whispers a prayer and instantly forgets it. Indeed, the odds that Liliana remained open to him were one in a million. Maxim's military training was rather brief, but the volunteers would learn on the job, so to speak. Indeed, because members of his unit were from the same areas, he knew some by name, they had no need for an introductory stage. With clear goals, the men moved into their training with alacrity. Yet before he received his instruction and was stationed to his first post, he required that Liliana hear him out. 
Your mother has asked what we wanted most in this short-lived moment, he opened their discussion, as the pair sat at the empty Vasilenko kitchen table. Mrs. Vasilenko placed herself in the adjacent sitting room while she eavesdropped. It is like soccer, he continued. For Maxim, sports were foremost and always functioned as a metaphor. There is no short game. Once the team starts, the game is all that exists. Once our team calculates the other's weakness and strength, we adjust our strategy to outmaneuver and outthink them. Issues outside the game do not distract us. Liliana was unsure where Maxim's comparison was headed, but she was patient to wait. The war for Ukraine to survive, he continued, will not be short. However, if we marry now, our joy will be gone in a heartbeat. Liliana did not like Maxim's ill-chosen words. As I do pre-game, I need time to prepare, mostly to focus. Are you asking me to release you from your promise of marriage? Liliana correctly guessed. A sigh of relief came from Maxim's chest. Yes, he smiled. Maxim, Liliana softly spoke, you are our hero. I will do as you wish, no matter. Indeed, I foresee great things for your future. You know how to lead others, which I do not. She knew his ego needed the boost. Win this war. Stop the Russians. This I know you can do. With her belief in him established, Maxim did not need anything more. He promised to remain in touch and left while Mrs. Vasilenko cried in her solitary chair.